Welcome back to Judging Book Covers Podcast, a bi-weekly book club podcast focused on doing a book challenge this year. I'm Megan Griffin, and as always, I am joined by Stephanie Cortez. How are you doing? Doing well. Doing well. Um, did a lot of reading <laughs> for the last couple days. Yes. And Yes, this has been great reading weather. Yes, it really has been. I, um, I like having the time and the, you know kind of the desire to not really go anywhere so that I actually get the reading done but at the same time <laughs> I'm tired of the cold and the snow granted we have not gotten a lot of snow like today like what you were saying before we started recording we got light flurries kind of so or I think it's snowing a little bit now but I don't think it's supposed to be a lot yeah apparently we're supposed to get a big storm in March hopefully it doesn't hit the Midwest too because I'm sure they're sick of it yes but I would love some actual snow yeah so before we dive into anything else, um, this week was my birthday. So we are doing a book from 1988, which is the year I was born. And I am perfectly fine expressing how old I am. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with 31 yet. Uh, and to celebrate more, we have brought back James Anderson of Unabashedly Obsessed and Kids on Bikes. Yes. Hi. Thank <laughs> you. <Okay. laughs> There's a comic called Four Kids and a bank or four kids rob a bank or something. Oh. So I was like, it's not four kids. So <laughs> I had to it's think not. for a minute. So, how are you doing? I'm doing, I'm doing very well. Um, I, I don't know if, if I've just been like in the house too long or if this book, like the way it was written made me super sleepy, but I've been like really, really sleepy. Uh, so um, it's been sort of surreal to read this book sometimes. Cause there's like some dream stuff and I'm like, did I, dream that or like it did that actually and i like had like oh no no no, that actually happened in the book so (laughs) yeah um yeah i've been doing okay but i'm excited to um maybe maybe move on to something (laughs) (laughs) spoiler i guess for i tried the whole thing (laughs) i tried to start reading this in bed and part of this was my fault because mm. I like oh, did other no. things. I was looking at my phone before I started it. I didn't even get like halfway down the first page, and I was <laughs> falling asleep. I was like, "This probably isn't the book's fault. I'm just gonna go to bed." <laughs> uh, nice. the, but the first page is the mo- is maybe the most bonkers first page I've ever read in any book of <laughs> my life. So I don't blame you. Uh, it's like a page I would have written in eighth grade. Um, <laughs> I was also very That's confused. <laughs> <laughs> the the book improves, I would say, but the first page, I was like, "Are really okay? Yep. All right, I guess, I guess we're starting this this third book in a series." like this okay yeah. that's fine i've missed something in between in between the movie that i've seen and this book oh that's me <laughs> wait which movie did you see it was interview well, i've right? seen much of interview okay. correct okay. yes that's yes the extent I, I don't, of my knowledge queen of the damned i'm so excited to talk about to talk to someone who's seen the movie queen of the damned because there's no way that it's in any way of anything other than the title oh, i haven't seen it. seen it oh no oh, but no. i read about it i actually read a summary okay. of it okay, and good. read about the production so before we get too far into that we did read the 1988 bestseller queen of the damned which is the third in the chronicles of vampire series it apparently takes place right after a cliffhanger of book two. Yeah, we're told. Yes, we are informed of this. Which is good, since I didn't realize this was... I knew she wrote vampire books, but I didn't realize this was like a series. I don't know why I didn't think it was a series, but yeah. Yeah. To be fair, 
once you get past like the introduction, it does stand up on its own pretty well. Sure. No. Yeah. Actually, I was actually really happy that 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 intro, like, for not having read the Vampire Lestat or the book or the you know the first book, Interview with Vampire, I was like, okay, this is easing me into not having had to read the other two, yeah. which is kind of a cool yeah. thing to do. Yeah. Though how yeah. she did it was sort of was sort of wild. So otherwise, we all would have been like, "Why is Lestat in a rock band?" <laughs> that was I was like that question. anyway. Yes, because <laughs> I said to my um, husband, the- "I was like, so Lestat's a rock star." Like what? He was like, "Yeah, don't you remember from?" Because he hasn't seen the movie either, but the trailers. He's like, "That's Stuart Townsend." I was like, "Wait, <laughs> I just thought that was a completely different <laughs> vampire." <laughs> Clearly, I did not remember the, the trailer. <laughs> Can I read like the first? paragraph of this there was it too early to read things because this is the most no go right ahead um this is the wildest way to start the third book in a series of all time um okay it says this all right i'm not i'm not skipping anything except for a poem which i definitely want to talk about the poems too okay (laughs) i'm the vampire lestat remember me the vampire who became a super rock star the one who wrote the autobiography the one with the blonde hair and the gray eyes and the insatiable desire for visibility and fame you remember, I wanted to be a symbol of evil in a shining century that didn't have any place for the literal evil that I am. I even figured I'd do some good in that fashion, playing the devil on the painted stage. Whew, that is some ketchup. It's like previously yeah. on. Yes. <laughs> that, is, that is a perfect yes. way to put it. Yeah, it is. An interesting way to, I mean, so I've only seen Interview with a Vampire and as I started, I, I actually started this as an audio book because I was walking around Manhattan. So at first I was like, is it an interview with the vampire from Brad Pitt, who was Louie? Yep. And then right. I was like, maybe, maybe I'm wrong because it's been at least 10 years since I've seen this movie. And yeah. then I was like, no, I'm, I'm fairly certain. And then I realized there's a book between yeah. that I totally didn't know right. existed. So. Yeah. I made the realization that the vampire in Interview with a Vampire was not Lestat uh, yesterday. I was like, oh, no. oh yeah, 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 I got it, got it, got it. Like, I was yeah. like, I know that. Tom Cruise. Right. Right. Lestat was Tom And um, forgive me, Armand was. Um, Antonio Banderas. Antonio Banderas. Yes, yeah, yeah. he was not a, had, a boy. Yeah. <laughs> no, but he was fairly young. I mean, he was fairly young. But this, right. we can talk about the obsession with was, young yeah. boys. <laughs> There's a lot of obsession with young boys in this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Yep. <laughs> I had the problem of not being. A, I couldn't picture because to me, ta- I so I've only seen the movie. I don't know how Lestat yep. is written in Interview with the Vampire, the book. But in the movie, he just didn't quite seem. I didn't see rock star, so no. I was no. having a hard time <laughs> with that a little bit. Like I just I'm picturing yeah. him in his like I don't know 18th 19th century clothing and just you know <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I was telling my friend Aaron, who I do unabashedly obsessed with, about this book, and I was like, so I guess he just, like, makes this mega hit album just, like, on a whim, and I always, I pictured him as sort of like if My Chemical Romance were, like, way bigger and also literally vampires. Oh, great way to bring in uh, Umbrella Academy, which I've been absolutely obsessed with all week. Thank you. Thank you. So, like, yeah, if, like, Gerard Way was a literal, actual vampire, like, I swear vampires will never hurt you because I am one and I will protect you. Um, <laughs> yep. But, like, way, like, but if, like, they had the popularity of, like, 
a Britney Spears or a Justin Timberlake <laughs> or something. <laughs> I did have this like so this book was done in 1980. It came out in 88, so it was written right. probably 85 to 87. What kind of band would the stop be in? Like, are we talking a hair band? Like, yeah, poison. I would, I would absolutely like, hair metal. Yeah. Gotta be, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Some crazy hair metal. Or and like, I love it. It could be Guns N' Roses. Ooh. Like Guns N' Roses was '87, and actually, I kind of picture a little bit of a cleaned up Axl Rose. Um, Interesting. Um, more like if Axl Rose was like an anime and then brought back into real life, like. <laughs> They sort of clean up his teeth a little bit and take out the the bandana. Actually, Axl Rose isn't a bad isn't a bad uh, stand-in. I think. Weird. No, I like that. Yeah. yeah. So none of us had any and rice under our belts. Correct. No. Correct. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Did any of your parents read Anne Rice? Was Anne Rice like a presence in your house? It was a presence in mine. I never read her before this, but. I know that my stepdad owns all of the Anne Rice books, or at least up to a certain point. The way my dad talked about this book with me, um, because I was literally talking to absolutely anyone who would listen about this <laughs> wild, wild book. Um, the way he talked about it, he asked me how I would compare it to Twilight, which I also haven't read, but I have seen the movie. So, <laughs> um, And... So I got the impression he did not have the best uh, impression of Anne Rice, but I don't think I, like I never. It certainly wouldn't have been in like my mom's on my mom's bookshelf or whatever. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, I don't. I know. I don't think my dad and my stepmom read her. I don't think my mom has. The only my stepfather maybe. I'd have to ask mm-hmm. him to see if he did. But he like he reads um, like Dean Koontz. Read, read him mm. oh yeah Stephen King so I was like you know I could see Ron yeah, maybe Anne reading this I just don't remember it wasn't a big presence in our house so enough to stick with me My, if you'd yeah. asked me what he read as a kid it was those and John Grisham and like yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. So the very like classic yeah. 90s bestsellers my stepdad was definitely a, like I like there was a uh, a 1988 Tom Clancy book that my stepdad super definitely had mm-hmm. like all those like Tom Clancy oh, yeah. Dean Koontz not so much but like like I think my dad my stepdad really was stoked when Tom Clancy was like all right screw this fiction let's just take a tour of this submarine and I'll just tell you what I see I think my stepdad was like I like this this is moving in a good direction <laughs> that is amazing <laughs> we don't need characters. <laughs> <laughs> so the awesome thing about the Rice family. So strangely enough, I have actually read Christopher Rice before. Okay. Um, I've read his first book, mm-hmm. A Density of Souls. It was in my middle school library. It should not have been in my middle school library, but I read it as a middle schooler and it changed my life. It was my first gay piece of literature. Mm-hmm. So I do highly recommend Christopher Rice. I've not read of any of Stan Rice's poetry outside of what's mm-hmm. in this book, but now I am. Super curious, not enough to like go get a volume, but super curious. I was, um, I was really, uh, sort of taken aback that every part featured an epigram by Stan Rice. Like, yeah, and I thought that I had read that it was because like he died like two years before this book, and I was like, all right, so it's a tribute thing. Nope, not at all. It was just, hey, uh, it was like if I quoted, uh, you know, your podcast at the beginning of my podcast just because I thought your podcast was good. And I thought that like, and, and now moving into part two, let's start with another quote from right. <laughs> like just shameless promotion. 
<laughs> I am now curious if maybe it's like part of an upgraded or like updated version, but all of us had it and there's no way we all had the same year. Yeah, no. I had, I in fact had two different, I had a Kindle version up until it expired yesterday. So <laughs> I yes, know. I had the rare presence of mind to request the hard copy for the last 30 pages um, that I got last night. So yeah, and it both, both of them have those, those Stan Rice, uh, those Stan Rice verses. So speaking of the versions, what uh, was on your covers? I have a door, like a reddish purplish door um, with like a fancy sort of archway going over Mm it. If you can see that. (laughs) Yeah, I have that on my my, uh, audio book. Is that snow? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it looks like snow. (laughs) I mean. That one is the more interesting of the two I have. The other I, one I have, it just says Queen of the Damned, and there's, like, a blood splatter. Oh, okay. <laughs> to the point. My, the yeah. Kindle version I had was, it looked like the cover of, like, a like an Atari game before they realized you should show anything cool from the game. <laughs> like, it was just, like, cool writing on a purple background. And I was like, all right, I mean, I'm just going to read the book. Let's get going. Um, <laughs> my hard copy, though, has uh, um, a picture of the... Uh, like the Egyptian tomb. Ah, oh, okay. Cool. See that? Yeah. Yeah. So um, we've definitely got a collection of the covers yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Didn't realize that there was going to be a lot of uh, Egyptian discussions and Middle Eastern discussions. But yeah. uh, I don't know if this book could have been released in today's age, honestly. There's some comments in it. And I was like, oh. Well, there's some concepts okay. in the that we, well, we'll get to in the, in the, in the fourth part about the ten percent, um, but uh, <laughs> I, I was like, thoughts. it felt very. It could, yeah. I'm not sure if it would have been satire or what, but like, there are parts of this that would have been very acceptable on like Twitter in like now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. So this book is broken up over five parts and an introduction, which is essentially just will stop being like. This is my book. I wrote this. I'm awesome. Everybody <laughs> fucking thinks I'm awesome. Right. Don't worry. I'm not lying about it because people told me or I got it from their heads. Right. Everybody thinks I'm fucking awesome. And here's the story of how I became even more awesome. But he also <laughs> explains that in his book, it's going to switch from him talking to third person to yes. other people. And I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> He's like, I don't. Yep. I paused. I was, what, three pages in, two pages in. I paused to tell my husband, like, I don't, I don't care for this. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. The hardest part of this book is the first part. Yeah. Yeah. Part one was a, very a, hard to get into. I would, I would absolutely agree. Uh, however, the first part also contained my favorite part of the book, too. Okay. Um, I lo- Actually, I'd never made this connection until just now, and I'm, I'm not... Don't read this if what I'm about to say makes you interested. Is the only thing that makes you interested in this book. However, <laughs> I feel like uh, there's a little bit of like a Mark Twainy sort of thing to the introduction, where it's like, "Hey, I'm this character, but I'm also telling the story." So, anyways, I'm in the story. This story's awesome, and I'm awesome. <laughs> All right, here's the story. <laughs> like it's sort of like a Huckleberry Finn sort of like this. Ter- this story's true. I told it to Mark Twain. Anyways, here's the story. <laughs> um, yeah, these books, this entire series is presented as their true stories, 
but because they're so absurd and about vampires, and of course you don't want to actually know that vampires exist, and actually vampires aren't supposed to really tell you they exist. Mm-hmm. They're actually considered works of fiction, but they're actually real. <laughs> Certainly not release hit albums about how vampires are real. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, Lestat, you crazy kook. <laughs> What's even more funny is, so apparently there, there's so many books of this series, I don't yeah. even remember the number, yeah. but like the true quote unquote sequel of this book is like, was written in 2014. Oh. So there's like the actual sequel because like the way this ends, these books hold up on their own, except for that, like the ending of this, I was like, you're literally trying to get me to buy the next book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I can see it happening mm-hmm. and please stop. Like the entire, the entire part five is not necessary but that's it's like okay. an it's like an epilogue it was like it a is. but also like a uh, yeah, yeah a definitely like series yeah. ending so Lestat will return in right yes yeah. yes so let's get down into it yeah um so as i was explaining before we uh started um usually we kind of go through the the bulk of the story and kind of give our thoughts as we go this book is not really set up for that sure when, one thing I saw was that this plot is incredibly complex, mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't know if I agree with that comment, but it's a lot. It's, it's, <laughs> there's so. a lot. That, there's a lot. <laughs> sure, there's a lot it. of things that happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah. There's a lot that happens. There's a lot of uh, quantity, we'll say. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that it needed to be this long. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, plus, it's not, It, I guess, linear. Well, I guess it's linear, but like this chapter might just be... Let's start talking about what ha- was happening with him, and then we cut back to a bunch of our other right. main characters. So my notes, I kind of right. just like was like, all right, I'm just gonna skip this chapter and keep going with like the story of the twins or what they're up to there, and right. then I'll go back. Yeah, right. it was just easier. Yeah, I yeah. basically have a list of characters and some notes about them, and then like the most basic impressions of each part. Yeah. So once i once i stopped once we got to the second part and i was like okay so now we're just sort of scrumbling all the things of the first part together i'm good i got i i have my notes on the characters i'm i'm just going to strap in for the ride yeah. i'm not going to take notes on what I- yeah yeah <laughs> did uh, either of you guys watch the most recent remake or retelling of or adaptation cuz it's still not a retelling of the haunting of hill house on netflix i haven't no. wait that was a okay. series right Yes. Yeah, I watched it. It's the on my list, episode. but I have it because okay. I'm scared. So the mildest of spoilers, the first like four episodes all take place over like the same day. It's like, ah, okay. or it, actually it might be the first five or six episodes, but it's like from this character's point of view, then this character's point of view. Okay. Anyways, that is literally what this part yeah. one feels like is sure. that it's all over the same few days and yeah. it is a bunch of characters essentially getting ready for this concert that Lestat was throwing <laughs> mm-hmm. in California. <laughs> While also kind of giving some of their backstories so you know who they right. are. Yeah. And um, some or all of them. Yeah. The big like <laughs> plot points are that like the Queen of the Dam has woken up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She is killing some vampires. Yeah. And most people are having or at least like every other vampire is having a dream of these redheaded twins. Yep. Right. And Christian Slater is a vampire now. Yes. Yeah. Which yes. yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he wanted to be a vampire at the end of the movie, right? But it was right, the stat right. who did it, and it was right. not done the way apparently it's done in the books, which is Armand right. 
does it. Um, but only after a long while, after a few years, I guess, of, I guess they're in love. Yeah. <laughs> that they was my... They are in love. I truly believe Armand and Daniel, or at least Armand loves Daniel. Yeah. Yeah. As much as a vampire can. Yeah. That and was I think my... it's reciprocated. That was my second favorite, uh portion of this of the first part it felt like it that it could have not necessarily because like i felt like it was the most robust story um and i was really happy because at the time it was also the longest part and i was like yikes if this had not been at least mildly compelling it would have been a long slog personally I don't, i'm not sure how how the rest of the group felt about it but uh <laughs> I, I thought it was, I at least was like, okay, I know both of these characters. Cool. Got it. All right. I can follow this. Um, yeah. I could pinpoint where in the city I was when I started this section. <laughs> <laughs> Outside of that, like, man, these, this was, like, I can't even tell you the order because as I, start, I was, as I started listening, I was like, there's no way that I'm going to remember this. But I did really yeah. like their story because it is kind of a quintessential vampire maybe falling in love it's not like a edward you know bullshit twilight thing which it contains the same plot point as as that though where she's like come on though oh make yeah. me a vampire because I, mean, I love you and i'm afraid of aging past you and stuff like there's there's some stuff in there that's similar but it's yeah it's presented in a much better I way i mean i'm not gonna lie I, this entire book i could sit down and be like well let's see where Stephanie Meyer is actually read (laughs) because like this has been moved to Twilight and this has been redone in Twilight and not in like a a plagiarism way but just like oh yeah okay I can see the progression naturally from Anne Rice's vampires to Stephanie Meyer's Mm. vampires but you know Armand is a child in a sense right you know I have no idea how stunted like obviously he's not aging but like and mentally he's getting older but like hormones and and emotionally can they actually age right you know i kept Did forgetting Claudia that he actually was a, age mm. yeah i kept not i kept picturing antonio banderas it was really hard for me to yeah. they kept being like <laughs> that little redheaded child i'm like right 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 grown like, up no, antonio he banderas, is older and he has long black hair <laughs> <laughs> you say young you say young headed redheaded child i hear antonio banderas and that's yes. fine for everyone and that's just how it is <laughs> I didn't remember that it was Antonio Banderas no. until I like looked it up later. Because I, I really, I sat down and was like, when the hell did I actually watch Interview with Vampire last? And where can I find it online? Yeah. but uh, Queen of the Damned is not streaming anywhere. I did check. No, it's I did not. Check. So disappointing. But I read the review, or the summary of it, and oh man, I can understand why everybody hated it. I watched the trailer and could understand. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, part one basically opens up there might be something beforehand with uh marius and pandora and they marius has been tasked with guarding the queen and king of the damned right for like several hundred years mm-hmm. i don't think he's hit a thousand years of it yet but it's definitely been several hundred yeah. years and all that they really know about them is that they're kind of the first vampires or at least they're proclaimed to be the great mother right and that like Lestat's basically the only person who's visited in the last maybe the entire time that Marius has been there right and I got the impression that he had um, 
sort of tasked himself with this. Like it was sort of like he's like, all right, I'm gonna do this. I and like no one, everyone was sort of like, you're still, you're still going and visiting, because like. I got the impression that everyone was sort of like, they're statues. Yes. They're literally just sitting there, <laughs> right. statues, and you're talking to them and, like, worshipping them, basically. So that's yeah. kind of, that's still something you're doing? Okay. I mean, yeah. all right, I guess whatever, but, yeah. So I think in the book prior to this, because I did do, because there's a couple end names, and I was like, all right, I got to get everybody organized. <laughs> um, he, so there was someone else, there was a guardian set to watch over them. The guardian tried to kill the king and queen. And so Marius was called by, oh, um, by the okay. queen. So do we know how they ended up as statues? So I was like, did yes. I miss that? <laughs> it is okay. If I missed it, we so can get, get to it. Not into the when origins of the vampires yet, but essentially, it when we get to the origins of vampires, we're okay, okay. and we'll get into it. Um, so yeah, they're basically he prays to them. He treats them like they're gods. They are living statues. Mm-hmm. They are technically, and they've got a TV, right? Because like they watch everywhere. Right? Yeah, <laughs> they watch Lestat music videos yeah. all day long, which are about his songs are about them. Calls them by name, mm-hmm. right? He's basically telling the world vampires are real, but no one. I mean, who's going to believe yeah. that? He wants them to wake up. Yeah, yeah. and he went yeah. there, and he did wake them up he- once. Yes, and almost got killed yeah. for it. <laughs> yes. Um, him and Akasha. That's how she knows that he exists. Yeah, him and Akasha fed yeah. off each other, and Enkil was like, "Oh no!" and almost killed him. Yeah, right. Which I love. So she does wake up. She hears Lestat. She wakes up, and she kills her king on kill because she's just tired of him. Like literally, <laughs> yep. it's been six thousand years with the same person. Yeah, I get it. Also, I really. Do. What's he doing? <laughs> He's not trying to wake up. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, Marius is over 2,000 years old and, like, at one point met Pandora, whose I think name was Lydia at the time, and, like, they're really in love, but also they get really sick of each other and separate yeah. a couple times. Yeah. And also maybe he's in love with um, Armand. Armand. Oh, yeah. Armand? Yeah. yeah. So it's, like, this really weird, like, dynamic of, like, vampires are definitely all these, like, poly people, and it's yep. perfectly mm-hmm. fine. Yep. But also, like... The queen can't be. She's like, you're dead. I'm done. Yes. I mean, you're not trying. Away. I think she tells Lista that he, that Enkil wasn't trying. Like, he didn't have any drive because she could hear things even when she was a statue. And she could, like, transport herself into basically the body of someone else to experience the world through them. But he wasn't doing anything. So she's just like, you have no drive. I am done with you. <laughs> Which, like, when you get their backstory, I... I got a lot of comments on this queen. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, but he, he never seemed to have drive. Let's be honest. No. Right. No. So, um, we also get, oh, so she wakes up. She kills him. She also, like, buries Marius Poor under guy. ice. They're like the chamber. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Ice in the chamber like, destroys like, it. Yeah. The, me, the, me the, the, the rookie, the the naive poor poor sweet boy i was like oh well he's dead i literally wrote my notes she kills him like an idiot <laughs> i mean to be fair you bury someone under the ice you don't expect them to right. come back anytime you couldn't get out by like, himself so it was only a matter of time yeah. i'm still down here i'm just yeah. badly badly injured <laughs> 
Um, the only other story that I wrote down for, I got a lot of lists of characters, but yeah. the only other one that I wrote down that seemed important was Jesse. Jesse. Mm-hmm. That's my, that's my, that was my chapter. That was the best chapter in the whole part. <laughs> I want the book is, to yeah. just be that one. Th- that story <laughs> into a novel would have been just what I would have preferred. Story? Yeah. yeah. Or just the, ta- the entire origin of the vampires. If, the it ta- had been any those, <laughs> yeah. if that had been this entire book, yeah. would have loved it. Yeah. Would have been fine. Just more Talamasca tales and stuff. Yeah. I would have yeah. been all about so, that. <laughs> apparently the next book has more Talamasca. But I don't want to read it. <laughs> But because the vampires keep like Armand when he hears Talamasca, he sneers, and other ones like they make faces. I'm like, why? What did they do? But I'm just going to check on Apparently, when I was looking this up, Marius, whoever sired Marius, Uh I didn't write down his name, it's because it was not going to be pronounceable. He's the one who created this group. Oh. And so I was like, oh no, I'm curious, but not that curious. Right. Yeah. Yep. No. I would love to read more about Jesse and more about Talamasco written by almost anyone else. Yes. <laughs> which is not, Anne Rice is not a bad author. No. Which is funny. I had a couple people on my Goodreads that had her down for like, um, never going to try again. And a couple other like categories that I was like, has there been Anne Rice controversy? Because I didn't know of anything. And, and a quick Google search, all I found was... Um, she came out against Christianity. I mean, she still considers herself a Christian, but also like completely like yelled at the organized religion. Well, and there was the the fan fiction thing too. That oh yeah yeah that Which one she, made me roll. She my basically so walked hard. back too. Wait, what was she, the fan like, fiction thing? She was like, "Don't do fan fiction of my stuff because you're ripping off my stuff. Get your own stuff." Okay. And yeah, then like she was like, "Copy it's copyright laws." Blah 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 blah. And then twenty years later, she was like. Uh, I thought it was going to be a much bigger deal against my career. Fan fiction's fine. Do what you want. I would like to make original characters, but if you use it as like a transition between loving something, writing fan fiction, and then making your own characters, that's cool. That's yeah, cool with me. There's just as someone who does write fan fiction and someone yeah. who does write novels, it is so much easier to be like, hey, here's this collection of characters that I have. Yeah. That I don't have to flesh out anymore. Right. I'm gonna write a story about them today. Oh, it's so yeah. Much fun. <laughs> yeah, and apparently she's now like, I thought this was going to be, it's like how like they thought that tapes were going to kill the radio, and like yeah. they thought CDs were going to kill the radio, and yeah, like you she... know, they always think everything's going to kill the radio, but like <laughs> she thought that fan fiction was going to destroy her career, and it just didn't. Like, Yeah, she thought she'd like never have any ideas. She thought she'd also come across it more, I guess, but yeah. like, what's hilarious is not to go to, too far down a fan fiction rabbit hole, but um, the author of The Outsiders mm-hmm. writes fan fiction for that book. Oh. She won't uh-huh. give the name, but like she loves getting comments where people are like, wow, you're just so in their head. Oh God. And she's like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yes. That's awesome. There's also several other authors that I love that I know write fan fiction. It's completely like you do you, I say as I'm writing fan fiction at the moment. So. <laughs> nice. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, getting back to Jesse. Oh, Jesse. Jesse is human at the start of this. Um, she is a product of rape, which reminds me I need to put a content warning on this episode. Yes. Um, on Yikes. top of that, she has been adopted because her mother was killed in a car crash. And uh, she also can see ghosts and ghosts of buildings. Right. Um, yep. She also has this, like, super rich distant relative 
name yeah. Maharet. Right. Which I and so wanted to be Margaret the whole time. Oh, it was every real. time I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, she gets a good education. She lives in New York. She travels the world. And then she essentially takes like a long trip to go see her family. Things get kind of weird. Mm-hmm. She yep. doesn't remember part of it. <laughs> yeah. Right. She does remember a lot of like uh, waking up and some weird things happening. Yeah. And uh, then so because she cannot research and write about her own great family she joins the talamasca which is like the cia of inter- like interpol shit. of yep. like yeah <laughs> yep. i love it i would totally belong <laughs> yes if i could i really liked when they uh they sent her to new orleans they tell her interview with the vampire <laughs> it's not fiction it's all real these people are real <laughs> Um, you need to go to New Orleans and investigate, but they had very strict rules that she could only be there from sunrise to like 4 p.m. And then you get out of the city and you go to your hotel. If you ever feel like you're being followed, it's like, I, okay, at least you were giving her some background and some trying to be safe, you know? And she almost immediately stopped following them. I mean, she did do that for a little while. For a bit. For a bit. And then you fall asleep and it's just like. And then she still didn't leave when she woke up, even though it was dark out. Yeah, <laughs> she also finds Claudia, and if you're like us and have only seen the movie, mm-hmm. Claudia was played by Kirsten Dunst. Yep. Yes, um, finds her journal, yep. and then has I don't, I don't know if they're visions. I don't know exactly what you would call it, but Claudia yeah. basically visits her, yeah. the ghost of Claudia's vampire. A very creepy scene. Yeah, right. very well done. Yeah, um, yeah, and then um, she, yeah, I guess. You know what? All right. You're right. She didn't become a vampire. I almost said spoiler, but then I remember what that, what we were doing on this podcast. Um, <laughs> she, I had thought, because when she was like, um, at the beginning, she's like, they did this weird, do you ever read, do you guys ever read The New Yorker? Yeah. Can you know how in The New Yorker, they'll be like, here's the situation, and here's this main guy, and here's what he's trying to do. And then it'll be like a paragraph break, and it'll be like, he was born in 1952, and they do, like, his entire life story up until the yeah. point where they mm-hmm. started the article. Mm-hmm. That was what they did with Jesse's story. And if it hadn't been such a cool story, I would have been like, this is ridiculous. But, like, they're like, she's yep. like, I'm going to the concert, even though Maharet, I was like, who is that? And the yep. Talamasca said not to. I'm like, what is? Like, who we, is I like, like What Google, is that? Yeah, I was like, am I, is this a word I don't know? I did, like, Kindle look up. Um and then she like she's like she liked to drive fast and recklessly, and I was like, "That's vampire stuff." I know <laughs> vampires like to drive their cars fast. <laughs> so I was like, "She's certainly a vampire." And then they talked about like when is his name like male Ma- Ma- Mael male Ma- male male yeah yeah. yeah. Um, it's weird that his name is basically just male, but um, this. He, when he like was like biting her breasts and stuff, I was like, yeah. oh, he was totally like vampiring her, right? But I guess not. No, I think he was no. just like, because that one was he was kissing her and stuff, but like she was drunk and it seemed like she was not yeah. coherent. And I was like, what are we doing? And Rice yeah. here, yeah. please. Yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's a lot of rape in her family, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, all the way back, all the way, all back. The way back. Yeah. Um. Uh, is there anybody else we want to discuss uh, within the first part, um, other than old, like the twins' the, dreams? The old dude, the K H name. You no, ever? Like, it's weird to talk it is, about a name. It's yeah, K-Man. yeah, yeah. Okay. K Silent. No K. Um, 
his character was probably the one that changed the most over the course of the book. Mm-hmm. Like it had rises and falls and like yes. all sorts of loops and stuff. Um, he, he, I thought his was like, if she'd done more with it, I would have been more compelled. I thought it was interesting that he like basically came out of a haze of not remembering who he was. Right. Um, yeah. And then suddenly remembered like who he was and it was not a great thing to remember. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he is also roughly 6,000 years yeah. old. Right. And, He's like uh, number three. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Super tormented. Doesn't want to remember his origins. And apparently right. if you don't want to remember them after a couple hundred years, you don't. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, and then you start going by the name Benjamin the devil. Yeah. <laughs> so I think Maharet said something like she, at this point, like she never forgot who she was or her history. And it's cause she yeah. kept a written log of her history and everything. Yeah. So it's like, was that just yeah. a thing that happens to old vampires that, that are as old as her and him? Like yeah. That yeah. they just forget if they don't, you know, yeah. I mean, you know, trying to remember what happened 10, 20 years ago. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, it's, it's early to say this, but I'm so excited to sit, to tell you guys this. Um, so in foreshadowing this, because I was reading it and thinking about it and whatever, um, I tweeted the other day, vampcestry.com, <laughs> um, because I just got into the big reveal, like the kind of climax of the book, weirdly, where she's like, check out this family tree yeah. room. And everyone's like, dang, that's a big family tree room. Yeah, that was awesome. So uh, yeah, vampcestry.com mm-hmm. is something that I, <laughs> I was really, really proud of. <laughs> <laughs> you should get it now before the Hulu yes, thing exactly. comes out. Yep. Before this comes out, because <laughs> like I think they're in the process. You were telling me that Stephanie that they're in the process of making this like a TV show for Hulu, mm-hmm. and then vamp it up enough <laughs> so that Hulu uh-huh. wants to buy it from you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You All right. That's called right? a business plan, right there. <laughs> question mark. Question mark. Question mark. Hulu buys it. I got it. <laughs> there you go. Um. We also learned he's immune to Akasha's attacks. Mm-hmm. Right. The older you are, the more immune you are to right. that kind of stuff. Yeah. And if you're young, and, she uh, will just burn you alive. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't even have to be looking at you. Nope. She just has <laughs> no. to be thinking of you. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. It's like this invisible force that's kind of going around mm-hmm. and just yeah. killing all these vampires. Yeah. And a lot of these stories in the beginning are just like, Random people yeah. that you're like, oh, okay, you sound really cool. Oh, you're dead. Yes, you, yeah. 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 Cool. I definitely thought Baby Jenks was going to be more yes. of a character, yes. and then she was like, and then she died. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. all right, I guess next story. Right. Yeah, because I was like, there <laughs> no, has she's to really be dead. like a young she's one. Dead. <laughs> she's dead. Yeah. She's not trapped in ice, dead, right? Right. right. She's like, I'm dead. Are you, though? Oh, you are. Okay. Sorry. Sorry to question you. Um, so. The running thing through all these stories again is that they're having dreams of these redheaded twins. Right. I say redheaded stepkids, <laughs> but that's not what they are. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like visions of them going through the like kind of living life, getting raped, getting tortured, different yeah. things, you know, that just one does. Holding organs yes. in hands, like brains yeah. and hearts and stuff, yeah. burnt bodies. Yeah. All sorts of things. Very lots of organs got ate got eaten in this book. Um, yes. like lots of to the point where I was like, "Yep, yeah, no, you ate the brain. Got it. Mm-hmm. Cool. Let's move on." Yep. <laughs> yeah, I am very curious about the like. So, what I gathered from these vampires, they can see in themselves in mirrors. They don't yeah. have to be invited in. Yep. Nope. They have heartbeats. They are afraid of the sun. 
They yeah, they have heartbeats. What was the other one? They, they breathe. breathe. Don't have sex though. I don't know. Because like, there's a comment with the king and queen after they get turned into vampires. Like, maybe they can't have sex. Huh. But Lestat definitely has sex with the queen of the. I mean, he's like, we were lovers. What's up? Yeah, I thought his yeah. mom was his lover too. There yeah, was. It's yeah, very some... weird. Like. I don't know. I was complaining to my sister about this because I was like, these are not the vampires I know. First of all, they don't <laughs> breathe. They don't have and she, the the heart beating and stuff. And she said that um, she brought I have not read Twilight. I have not seen the movies. <laughs> but God, she brought up. You guys need to read and I watch Twilight. I don't want to. No, I've seen all the movies. So <laughs> I will say that. Alice forever. But uh, <laughs> I haven't read it. Alice is the best. <laughs> my, she brought up, my sister, she brought up. Twilight, Stephanie Meyer, and this, and like, if that's supposed to just explain how vampires can have sex, and I was like, but I never had that question. <laughs> how can they? <laughs> like, watch Buffy. Buffy and Angel did it. Spike. All... No, I did not ask that question. You don't need to explain that to me. <laughs> it's just weird to me no, that they have. I have the heartbeat. Because if you don't have a heartbeat, how can you have blood flow? I didn't have that question. But also, you can, like direct the blood all over anywhere, I guess. Yeah, but also, sort of like, if it's like a, you have a heartbeat. How are you dead? Right. How are so you see, like, like? Yes, in your breathing. Like, because uh, yeah. then Great I also call. had the question of so some of these they're Egyptian, but they they don't have brown skin. <laughs> like they are all white. This um, felt like a very <laughs> well. That was because of yeah. But yeah, so that was weird. Part of it is <sighs> that the older you get, the more stone-like you become. Right. But it is made very clear that the queen is dark-skinned and dark appearances. Not in the present, though. No. Yeah. But in the past, right? Like, but that's. I was glad that even not having seen the movie that I was like okay at least they decided to go with Aaliyah who has brown skin yeah to not be like yeah she's Egyptian whitewashed everybody else played by this white woman so right Charlton Heston reprises his role as an Egyptian (laughs) I do also like that I looked on uh, IMDB and you know the, the trivia stuff they only asked women of color to to play this role so good um you know Way to go, whoever created this really bad movie. Anyway, a little <laughs> forward point there. For that. <laughs> yeah. You couldn't make your Lestat have blonde hair, but whatever. Whatever. If it wasn't just mentioned all the time in the damn book. All the time. Whatever. Yeah. So, <laughs> so part two yeah. is Lestat's concert, which of course is on Hall of Frequently. It is. It is just wild to me. I just can't. I, I'm so sorry that I keep touching this. I can't believe that a rock concert had such a gigantic role in this vampire book. Yes. Like it. Like, <laughs> the lead up to it reminded me of uh, Grady, a little bit of Grady yep. Hendrix. We sold our souls like this big concert with the Night King, this big concert with the Stout. Like, oh my God, what's going to happen here? Like, it was this huge lead up. And yep. yeah. Yeah. It was and like. Kind of a lot. Like, Detroit Rock City a little bit. Quick. Like, it was like. We're all gathering together to go to this store. Yeah, and then, like, yeah, it's, it's only okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. like, like, the concert happens. It's fine. But there are some vampires there that want to kill him. Yeah, it, but it's a combination thing. of, yeah, like, Lestat, you know, people want Lestat dead. Yep. Then there's those trying to protect Jesse. Mm-hmm. There's those that, like, are kind of trying to protect Lestat, mm-hmm. but also, like, 
maybe also at what point did louis forgive lestat that like, I, that i want to know i have been meaning to bring like, that up <laughs> like apparently they're fine yeah they're and totally fine like he's there to support him and yeah, hugging yeah. and stuff um, like i was like what 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 happened after interview <laughs> look at my reading um but yeah, it's it's a concert. Jesse ends up on stage making out with Lestat. That was very sure. strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also, like, I'm not going to spoil the movie for you. Never mind, because you need to go into because I want to hear you yell about it <laughs> what? The, uh, so much. The part Just, that I felt was like a most realistic depiction of a concert was when uh, after he, she she got up on stage and like made out with him and like left stage, then she got yelled at by some big dude. I was like, that right there is a true concert experience. <laughs> like yep. the the security guy being like, "Don't do that again." Like, <laughs> who also probably looks very tired and was like, "Why do I please have don't job? do this again?" Because I don't want to deal with this. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But she is attacked. Yeah. She is. And, like, I actually really, really liked this part because it is all told from Jesse's point of view. And she had her neck has been broken. We find out her skull has been crushed, like her brain maybe, like, showing and everything. She got sent flying into a wall, like, across the room. Yeah. Flying, you know, into the wall. Um, And she is conscious. Yeah. Like, she is awake during all this. She hears the... Uh, EMT is talking. It is really, really well done. Yeah. And as I think you said earlier, would have left an entire book from Jesse's point of view. Yep. Would have been fine. Absolutely. Sure would have. Because, like, (laughs) not going to lie, her ending is very much let down. (laughs) Yep. So. Yeah. um, She is turned into a vampire by Maharit. Right. Um, And while that is happening... Basically, everybody at Lestat's concert is killed. Like, it's just blo- about. blowing up or being blown up near. Yes. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yep. Except for, yeah. of course, Lestat gets away. Gabrielle, yes. his mom, gets away. Louis, get, they get away together. Yeah. There's Everyone except for our main vampires. characters dies. Yes. It's like a Star yes. Trek episode. <laughs> Armand and Daniel are there. Well, they actually, get out. Came and so out. 17, 17 vampires survive. Right. There are actually like three or four that, you know, there's Quinn Blackwell, Manfred Blackwell, which I don't remember either of them, Petronia, and someone from ancient Greece. Okay. So <laughs> there, there are a very short few that like aren't mentioned in this book at all. Um, I guess they show up in later books probably, but huh. uh, essentially the 17 are anybody that Lestat loved. Yep. Yeah. Or they're too old. Or she could not yes. text them. Either he right. loved you or I just couldn't kill you. <laughs> yeah. Basically, yes. I tried. It just didn't yeah, work. I just didn't have the strength. <laughs> yes. So then we get to part three, which is essentially what the entire story should have been, I guess. Like Was part three Lestat and, and Queen of the Damned doing stuff? Yeah. So part yeah. three is kind of two staggering stories it is entirely what Lestat and the Queen are doing and the story of the twins and why everybody keeps having this dream yes right 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 right. the twins I was like yes this tell literally me is <laughs> at 50% way through this book yeah it was like so. part one I was like oh we're not yeah. just gonna 
do. Okay. And then it was interrupted by the stat and the queen. And I was like, I don't give a shit. I want to know what no, happened no. to them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, like, I'm tired now. I'm like, I'm like just on the edge tell of my the seat. Yeah. yeah. What's going to happen with the twins? And it's like, I know it's getting close to sunrise. I was like, oh, you fucking. Okay, fine. Close the blinds. You're old. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. That's the other thing is like the older you are, the more you can withstand the presence of the sun yeah yeah because she said the younger you are you have to go on the ground yes she has gone it, outside and gotten essentially burned but it's really it's like a tan so she looks more she, human. yeah <laughs> oh man that was the wild that was so wild to me because she she did that several that was like a strategy of yeah, hers she's like to i'll like probably do it again normal. soon <laughs> yeah oh. and so she discovered that when she like tried she was like all right i guess it's time to kill this queen of the damned i found her tomb here she is i'm gonna kill her by putting her in sunlight oh i've gotten super tan meanwhile all the young vampires in the whole wide world are like blowing up and stuff she's like oh it's kind of hot i kind of got tan a little bit though oh good to know (laughs) so which one do we want to talk about first do we want to yell about uh akasha's plan or do we want to discuss the origins of vampires and the twins maybe the (laughs) twins because part of that is why i was like oh this is your plan you hypocrite (laughs) this is very true okay so our story takes place over 6,000 years ago, mm-hmm. yeah. roughly 4,000 BC. And there is, so we learned that Akasha is essentially from the Iraq area. Um, right. She is not I- Iraqi and she is um, from Euro- Europe. Rook, yeah, U-R-U-K. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she marries the king uh, in, in Kill who is from Kemet, which is Egypt, and this is Egypt pre-pyramids. Right. Um, and then the also alive are the twins, who are from an area that we aren't quite told where they are, but it's not quite close to this yeah. area. Um, there was... um, they have, Oh, okay, that was eventually. They they didn't start off in, like, the Israel area, but they they ended up there? Is right. that... I did one I did one bit of geography research one time. <laughs> yeah, this... It gets, yeah, we're trying to, like, old world this yeah. entire thing. And yeah. then there's some comments about, like, how terrible India is. And I was like, oh, please don't. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, Akasha and Ankil ha- are trying to get they're essentially constituents kingdom whatever to stop being cannibals <laughs> right this right. is like what does flesh like this book feels like Anne rice was kind of like hey flesh eating is a good thing like yes. let's all yeah. back off on not liking people that eat other people and i was just like okay yeah because <laughs> yep. the twins are of a people who they're like she describes it as there was not one person in my like area that has not consumed flesh of the dead, basically. That when people die, it's a yeah. part of their religion, their beliefs, this ceremony that happens where they consume them. It's like a the feast. It's a whole thing. Yeah. 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 As like a and, way of honoring. Like, it's only people you love, not like your enemies right. as other people would. Right. Whereas like, other groups it was, in the kingdom yeah. do like to go and catch people <laughs> to eat them. She was yeah. a little judgy about flesh eating that differed from her own beliefs but that's okay yeah. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> that, like that's gross yeah. I don't know. you died of yeah. natural yeah. causes i didn't catch you to kill you to eat you <laughs> right yeah. exactly exactly so maharat is actually one of the redheaded twins the other yes. is uh, makir Mac- makar yeah more or less 
Yeah. Um, their village is destroyed. And, uh, I mean, like, slaughtered, destroyed. Yeah. And they are kidnapped by Haman on behalf of the king and queen. Of, right. I'm just going to yeah. say Egypt because it's easier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because they desire the knowledge of the witches. Right. And they invited and them once uh, before. Haman's kind of like the... Yeah. yeah. And they declined. Because yeah. they're there. Yes. Right. They basically yes. got, like, their and their mom had a bad bad feelings that this is not going to go well and the mom told them if you go you'll answer them truthfully and then you'll be destroyed so they decided not to also, go and they were like yeah okay we're coming for you anyway yeah also there are witches and there always have been and witches are defined as people that can communicate with spirits mm-hmm. right and there are still witches to this day yep. even though most people don't know that they're witches they just have like senses about stuff and sometimes they become like the TV show Medium, or the TV show The Ghost Whisperer, or <laughs> yes. those would be witches, but they wouldn't call Yeah. Between spirits and ghosts. Right. And there are good and bad spirits. Yes. yes. Too. Yeah. Which. There's so much exposition in this book. Yeah. There is. And I'm not, I'm still quite not understanding the difference between a spirit and a god by her definition. Though I oh. like the idea of no gods. Yeah. yeah. But like. Gods are just spirits in disguise right. being like, yeah. yeah, we're, if you want to call us gods, sure, that'd be funny. Yeah, maybe I'll yeah, exactly. <laughs> sign with me right now. Right. Worship, right. worship me. And then here's another like, little yeah. sign. They, they go yeah, back to their spirit house and they're like, oh my god, did you see that they thought we were gods? Oh yeah, god, and it's so like, funny. okay. I mean, they're spirits. What else, what else are they going to do to entertain themselves? Right. <laughs> no, I, I get that. But also, I'm just like, is it like who has the power of creation? Is it the spirits? Like what? Mm-hmm. What is the there? I can't. I could not quite find the divide between like what defines a spirit and what defines a god. Other than like four different spirits can claim to be this god if they feel like you know I just need a little bit of a pick me up and people to worship right. yeah. me today. Right. Yep. So, it's like a prank. Like what, a prank video. Yeah. That's yeah. essentially what McCare ends up telling them when they get kidnapped which and is brought. Um, because <laughs> it's not go over well. No. As soon as they're put in front <laughs> of the queen, she's like rapid fire, question this, question that, gods, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And they don't really like her answer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, um, spoiler alert, 6,000 years ago, we were still fighting over religion. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, it, they did a weird thing with, with uh, the queen, though, where, like, I got the impression that she was that she was believing a lot more and that she was a lot more savvy than like her like she would like do this thing where she'd be like, "Oh man, that's a real bummer." Wait, no, uh, I officially my official decree is I don't believe you. You're lying to me. Like she's yeah. like she is accepting it and like then turning it into well, if you're gonna say that, then uh, yeah. officially you're lying. Yeah. Even though I believe I I clearly believe right. you. It was so kind of cool. She... Kind of coolly written seems to have so the queen is written that she has essentially no moral center right. and she is like desperately trying to find something but it's all subconsciously like she will not acknowledge that she lacks a moral center yeah and just kind of embrace that and just be evil yeah instead right. yeah you know because the twins. i mean you're still going to be evil either way right. but like right as we can instead, see she's like this is this is where i'm getting my moral center even though I don't quite believe in it, right. but hey, it's a guide. 
Right. Right. And um, and the twins see through her because when they get kidnapped and everyone is slaughtered, the king, I think he's there and he basically says it's because you're flesh eaters, but we didn't because um, they were literally about to eat her mom, like her dead mom's right. brain mm-hmm. and stuff like um, they had her they mom all caught. cooked up yes. in the crock pot, and they just pulled right. off the lid, and then they get attacked. It's like right. the worst time. Uh, well, but you because you're crock pot, for right? Me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they said because you're powerful witches, we're going to bring you. We want to know your knowledge and everything. The twins are like, no, they did this because we declined the first time, and right. that she's the queen was mad. She was insulted that we said no, and so this was her response was to send her husband because it's very clear to them as soon as they meet her that she runs this kingdom. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. King, yeah. yeah. King will she do whatever she says. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It is. She is a fascinating character that I wish, like, I wish this entire origin story had been its own book because yeah. sure. I wanted a deeper dive into who she was. Yeah. Tell me yeah. more about her and where she came from. It makes her more yeah. horrific. What happened? Because it seemed yeah. like. Um, so she, when she asks to speak to the twins alone, and she's still asking questions, and finally. Um, Amel, I guess is what that spirit's yeah. name is. He yes. comes and he like throws one of her old, like lost necklaces at her feet, and then her dead mother's necklace that she was supposedly buried with um, at her feet. Right. And I, I wanted to know more. I mean, I, seeing your dead mom, like your your dead mom's necklace that you thought she was buried with, that would definitely be shocking. But I kind of felt yeah. like, is there sure. more to this about your her mom dying? Like, because she really wanted to <laughs> right. know. She asked. Maybe a couple times where where you go when you die, and the twins couldn't answer right. because the spirits just don't know. And they it don't seemed understand. like she don't really wanted to know. That. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. So, which makes me wonder if there is no afterlife, or you know what? Knowing right. that Anne Rice is a Christian and follows Christ, mm-hmm. and yet maybe writing a story with no afterlife is really kind of fascinating. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, like I. It also kind of, or I think it actually directly says that, like, these spirits can't go into, um, oh, I just forgot the word. If her mom was buried with it, then she, oh, they yeah. could not get it. So right. it had to be they can't go through stolen stone. or she was not actually married or buried with it. Yeah. Right. That, like, yeah. her dad had it or someone else stole yeah. it. Yeah. The priest swiped it or yeah. something. Yeah. So they are thrown in jail, condemned, and as punishment... It's so this punishment. It makes it out like the king is like, "We're gonna rape you, but I'm not gonna rape right. you because yeah. I'm king." Right, and but he also says, like, did the king come up with this idea or was no, it the queen? It was the fucking queen. <laughs> he says yeah. something like, yeah. "The queen wanted him to have mercy on them, so they're not gonna <laughs> yes. like execute right. them." But this was. But we're gonna totally, if not all her idea, she definitely suggested enough until he came to that conclusion because she wanted him yes. to like she was absolutely right. in on this this was the decision to have them raped in front of everybody yeah, yeah. it was like a, a you have this is how much this is how much power we have mm-hmm. we can take these powerful witches and do whatever we want to them yes um and we had what's the guy's name hey smithers Cayman. yeah yeah Cayman. um he um he had previously remembered doing that yes and yes. we had sort of gradually revealed that they were raped mm-hmm. and that they were raped by this guy. And then to have it be like, and that he did it at the king's behest and mm-hmm. whatever, it sort of was a weird, cool kind of 
uh, cool is sort of a weird word to use, but like it was, <laughs> it was like a, a gradual, like, um, kind of like how to serve humans, how to, you know, like, it's like, it, you thought it was one thing, then you thought it was another thing, then it turned out it was like this third thing where like, is he good or is he in the, is he, you know, evil like the king and queen or is he right. this like gentle guy or whatever, um, or something in between, I guess. But like, it was that scene kind of got played like four or five times yeah. in different contexts, which was yeah. sort of an interesting thing to do. Kind of and unfortunate that it was a rape scene, but I guess you at know. the end of the day, it's, it's kind of realized that like he wants to resist and maybe doesn't like yeah. working for the king and queen, mm-hmm. but like doesn't want to die as well. Right. So right. he does do it. And they're yeah. also told that like, if you use magic or try to call the spirits to stop us, like we will actually kill you. Yeah. Right. And like, I don't know in my mind, it's, I don't know. I, it, not a not a road I want to go down, but I I would have called the spirits and like fuck you guys, try to kill yeah. me now, you know, whatever. I mean, because there's a big fear of death in this book. Like, there's a big yes. like no one is yeah. cool. Like, I mean, I know that's a weird thing to say, but like, if you were immortal, I guess you'd be afraid of death. What I said was is is ridiculous, but like, <laughs> I think that they were everyone was sort of like, Haman was like, uh, depicted several times as like. He had the shadow of his eyes like he didn't want to get killed because he didn't follow orders. And like everyone's like, look, I don't want to die um, if we kill this queen and like it kills all the rest of us. We don't want to do like everyone is sort of motivated by a fear of death, which is sort of a theme, Mm -hmm. I guess, in the book. Which like part of me, it was like after so many years, I just want to sleep. But I guess like I think Haman was sleeping for several centuries. Yeah, he doesn't remember. He essentially got like a reset (laughs) sort of. Yeah, Yeah. like. But it, it, he it respawned in Greece, yeah. and he respawned in Paris. Yeah. <laughs> it does feed into what seems to happen in most vampire stories, that, like, if you kill someone, everybody that they sired is going to die. Right. Is at least the theory. Mm-hmm. And since right. she is the queen um, of all of them, and I think it exactly. gets explained that they think that the young ones will die immediately, and then the older ones will kind of wither away. Right. 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 Not probably that much Which time, is cool. but yeah. I, I like the hierarchy of this. I'm like, it's like yeah. last hired, first fired. Sort of yeah. <laughs> it very much is. Um, so after all this happens, they're cast out into the desert. They try to call the spirits to kind of give them like a safe way home. Right. And then Maharet realizes she's pregnant mm-hmm. with Haman's right. baby. Right. And it's totally like, you know what? We just lost our mom. Let's get our family back to three. Yeah. I want to have this baby, like, get us home safely so I can have this baby. Right. Um, and then, so they go back to where their kingdom was, and which, again, their entire village was slaughtered. So these, like, people have come down from the mountains or whatever to kind of, like, take over this land. They accept them. Mm-hmm. Like, they are essentially getting back to regular yeah. life. Right. They get helped along the way, too, I think, by another group of people, not quite at their, their yeah. old location. Um, yeah, yeah like, Bedouins. Yeah, everything Nurse should be yeah. fine. They're getting ready to. This baby's born. They name her Miriam. Like life <laughs> is good. They're getting ready to do this pilgrimage that they do with all babies. And then Haman shows back up. Great, <laughs> and is like, I'm sorry, I hey have guys. to kidnap, kidnap <laughs> you guys again. And she's like, but this is your baby. Like, let's not do this. And he's like, okay, look. So you guys left. And Amel like tormented the shit out of us because he was yeah. pissed that yeah. they like specifically him at <laughs> first. Me specifically, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, 
tormented the king, the queen, and Haman. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, because one of part of me was like, oh, I feel bad, yeah. but also you totally fucking deserve this. Yes. Like, because one of Amel's like, things is it can like, he claimed way back before this happened, before they first got kidnapped, was that he could draw the blood of humans and he did it to their mom and they saw the little bite marks. Right. And I yes. want to say Haman shows up with a bunch of bite marks on his person. Yes. Yeah, yeah he's scarred yeah. up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a vampire spirit. So yeah. just bear with us. It, yeah. <laughs> it does get weirder. Yeah. Yeah, so they are brought back and Haman kind of explains that like something's going on with the king and queen mm-hmm. and like... They're not quite oh. coming out during the day. And he says um, they went to go basically like do like a ghost hunters TV yes. show like <laughs> in his in his apartment yep. where they're oh, like, yeah, all right, we're right. going to we're going to lock ourselves in here mm-hmm. and check out these ghosts or whatever. And um, so then uh, everyone else was like, hey, you know, what would be great time to do right now kill them and blame it on the spirits. Yep. So shall we? Yes, let's all gather together and, and do this. Um, so they, like, stab the crap out of her mm-hmm. and him and then uh, Am- Amel? What's it? What are we going with? Amel. Amel? Yeah. yeah, Amel is like, ooh, cool, lots of blood and, like, kind <laughs> of um, yep. like, red mists, like, kind of into her. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, crap, the king's dead. And then she's like, what if I ate his blood? And then he comes back to life, And then too. he drinks her blood. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So unlike so. last book where we had a fire demon that was, like, a good demon. <laughs> not quite good. Like, no. he's not. No. If and you he, don't piss him off, he's fine. Right. Similar to that. But you piss him off. <laughs> sort of similar to that. He is basically attached to the queen's soul. Yes. Right. Which is and why they, the assumption is if they kill her, then everyone else will yes. die. Right. That's, that's the core of it's it. It's like fruit on a vine, they very yes. uh, yeah. poetically say later in the book. Mm-hmm. It's like a dark core. Yeah. yeah. And they've basically called the witches to be like, get it out. Yeah. What's happened and to us? And also, like, we cannot, we're so hungry. Yeah. Like, we've killed like four or five people <laughs> yeah. each night. The only thing we also, eat we is. We can't have sex. Like,. <laughs> Blood it's sounds so really weird. good. Can you just like, is there a root we could have yeah. or some sort of ointment? Yep. And so <laughs> and they give them where... an answer though. Like they give them a solution. <laughs> yeah. You kill yourselves. Yeah, you could kill yourselves, right? Because <laughs> like, they um, basically say that Amel wants you to go and make other blood drinkers, and they are absolutely horrified. They they can't they can't you know afflict anyone else with this. But they're like, okay, so walk into the sun. No? Yeah. Okay. Right. Right. <laughs> you got two options here, this, you know? What do you want me to tell you? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of what leads back to them becoming living statues is that the more that this, that they feed on people, create vampires, and spread it out, yeah, the less that they're oh. needing yeah, that to feed. Okay. And essentially, because... like, the less that their life is kind of, and not kind of important, but like... They can go long periods of time without feeding, mm-hmm. so they Wait. kind of collapse in on themselves. I mean, like Haman, you know, takes a you know several century nap. They're living <laughs> statues. Like it's all kind of. Is you that know, why she was killing all those vampires so that she could grab a bunch of her her blood back into her her like spirit? I thought she was just killing like, them to start stuff. Over. Like yeah, she's trying to kill. Sure why she like decided to kill a bunch of fucking vampires? Like that, I still don't get. I thought it was just like, because why other than just like. 
she's like, you know what? Everything like, sucks. All this is bad. Fuck you guys all up and die. Like, I, I, I really was, don't. I th- oh, I, I'm not going to be able to find it because this book is a million pages. But I thought it was also <laughs> it was that she says something about killing all of her children. Maybe it is related to her being somewhat horrified when the twins tell her that this wants you to go and make other ones. Uh, yeah. Right. And then she did. But the reason she didn't kill everyone was because she was in love and wanted Lestat to love her. And she couldn't very well yes. kill the people he loved because then he would never love her. Yeah. Thing. You know, logic. Yeah. He was such a good yeah. musician. That, yeah. that, that album was really good, you guys. Like, it, it's <laughs> oh, pure <God>. artistry. <laughs> but also, this is why, like, the older vampires feel harder and smoother and more yeah. stone-like is because right. Interesting. it is spread out from them. Because so there was far. a mention at one point oh. of... Like, I want to say Vampire Wars or Wars Against Her and Him. And that's why I was like, was there a spell that turned them into stone? But I thought it got mentioned in the second book. And I was like, I'm not reading um, that. So Akasha turns Haman into a vampire Mm -hmm. who then turns Makar into a vampire who turns Maharat into a vampire. And they apparently get a vampire army and go and try to stop them which is then how she ends up separating the twins well and then they also that she also like steals one's tongue and one's eyes well she doesn't get to steal either of them because they quickly you guessed it eat them yeah (laughs) which i mean yes yes because i think that gets mentioned like early-ish in one of the you know someone's dream is that they cut this they cut her tongue out but then she ate it and i was like what yeah And then I was like, oh, like then someone finds a note a and then you, you eat it. Taste it. So like, but then right. I was like, how big is your tongue? Because that seems like a lot oh, it's to swallow. Huge. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Did you chew yeah. It? yeah. But also like your eyes. Nope. I'm good. I'm oh so my good. God. That sounds slimy as hell. Um, and then which, like, I'm sorry. Can we, can we really quickly say, so then later Maharet was like, so then I got some other one's eyes and was just like, put them cool. in my head my eyes yep. yeah how? how did that work <laughs> she still can't see like they can she mention not that she's not quite looking at anything really i thought it was because the eyes were point, dying one of them that's it i her thought eyes. she like, could I guess see but like up. i don't know there's a lot of weird shit in the yeah book. i thought she could see like with a fresh pair of eyes but then as maybe she needs another person's eyes <laughs> I'm not going to kill you. However, it's much worse. <laughs> yes. But yeah, so... Or I'll kill you Maharet's first. You're daughter. a donor. <laughs> yeah, checked your license. Yes. Um, so, Maharat... Okay, so then Maharat and Makar are separated. They're putting one cent to the east, one cent to the west. In, like, Maharet, stone... Uh, yeah. Like tombs, essentially. Time capsules. Type of thing. Yeah. 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 Makar actually goes into the ground for, like, I don't know how long it doesn't quite say, but for a long time. And Maharat goes and actually watches over her daughter and her daughter becomes the like soul point of like the great family. Mm-hmm. Um, Their which, last name wasn't great, right? It was just no, like, no, no. it's a big family that yeah. it's like great. It's like, it wasn't the like great Maharat. Family. Great. I, I, my guess is like it's her. like this family that can actually trace its lineage right. back and was like only right. super rich. And only just, through like, the women though. Yeah. Right, right. Which actually, the reasoning behind that, I was like, that makes sense. It does make sense. Like, yeah. they, they, <laughs> because I know there are parts you had of this, this that I was child. like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. 
Yeah. There's I, not I any that I know of in in a women in a woman's life. Like you know. Yeah. Like I think it also represents like humans and vampires living together, like kind of in some form, and that makes it. I don't know. There's a lot going on. It, it, this book, like, you need like a yeah. month to go chapter. We could have gone mm. chapter by chapter, yeah. and, and still would have so. And much we else. will on our new pod- yeah. podcast, page a day, Queen, Queen of the, of the Dam. <laughs> I have considered doing a page a day podcast because there's a minute by minute podcast. Yes. But also there's at the a, same time, I'm like, I oh, can't. Oh, shit. My, my, huh. my friend James is doing a page by page American Gods podcast, which oh, cool. is really, really cool, called The World Beyond the Tale. Um, I'm he's actually in a part with like uh, uh, the Egyptian gods in Cairo, Wisconsin. So I'm, I was like, whoa, there's like parallels in huh. my life and stuff. It was kind of cool. Yeah, I didn't know there were page, because I like so, the Minute by Minute podcast, because my husband and I have talked about doing one, have not done it, obviously. Um, but like, yeah. oh, a page a day, interesting. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. like, it could be like a quick 10 minute kind of thing. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. I have all the sample time that I pretend like I have. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> For more things that exactly. require reading. I know it's only a page a day. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. But... But, I mean, let me yeah, know what you think a, about that. It's a cool concept. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. Oh, Macare's curse, all, too, before her tongue gets cut uh, out. What? What'd you say? Her curse. Macare. Macar. Right. Oh, before yeah. Before her tongue gets right. cut out, she tells the queen. Because the queen basically makes this proclamation that the twins are the ones who did this to your king and I. Let's kill him. Right. Or, we're, you know, we're going to do this thing first. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Macare says that she's going to come back somehow, some way, and she's going to kill this queen. And it's. Right. The curse. Yeah. I uh it was like a big huge Chekhov's gun, first of <laughs> yeah. all. It was like she's well, like at okay. the at the Before moment that you that. least expect it. Yeah. Oh sorry. So this and this is part three, and we're getting this entire backstory spursed with like, what the fuck's the queen up to now? Like, oh right, right, right. Yeah. So let's go into that really quick. <laughs> oh, real quick, into, real quick, like, um what happened uh, to her. A part one thing that I thought, I thought that What's his name? I'm so sorry. The Smithers guy, Raymond. Raymond. Oh fuck. Right, right, right. Raymond. <laughs> uh, yes. I, I thought that he, um, I thought he was the one that said that curse because he remembered it, but he mm. was like, and then someone said a curse, and I, I wrote down in my notes, uh, and he said that he was going to be the one to kill her, and then later I was like, oh no, that makes more sense. That twin said it. Yeah. Okay. That was all. <laughs> yeah, he's an interesting. I wonder if he's sired anybody else. I wonder if there's any like actual relationship between him and Maharat. I mean, like, they haven't seen each other since 6,000 years ago. Yeah. And I don't think he sticks around, but also, like, what is, I don't know. What does he do? He yeah. seems like a nice vampire as far as, like, vampires yeah. go, but whatever. Right. So this is all being told to, like, essentially the 10 to 12 vampires Survivors. that have all gathered up. The, like, the right. 17 that still remain. The main cast. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. And then while that's going on, Akasha and Lestrat are just, like, traveling the earth. And she's like, so now you are my king because, yeah. like, you woke me up with their song and I love you. I want you yeah. to love me. And he's like, okay, cool. And she's like, so what we're going to do is kill 90% of men. And he's like, wait, what? Yeah. Well, first she tells him, I'm going to ask you to do things and you're just going to do them. And I was like, well, this is not do a like, good sign. Yeah. They do like a whole new world, but without a carpet. Yeah. Like, she teaches um, him how to fly. Yeah. She's like, look. Do this. Yeah. You can powers. <laughs> But then <laughs> there and he's other like, things. He's like, spare a hundred years. Let's go hang out. I want to show you this new world. And she's like, no, I've seen it through the eyes of everybody yeah. else. Like this world is horrible right. and it's all men's fault. Right. And I was like, cool. 
Yeah. He read The Power last year. Yeah. We know how this turns out. But also, like, okay, cool. Like, this is kind of very progressive. And then it's like, yeah, yeah, they rape and torture people. And I'm like, okay, hang on. Yeah. As we learn what we learn, I was like, you did this to these twins. (laughs) Like, no. To 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 her point though, without men, she wouldn't have been able to do that. So like, I mean, that's true. She wouldn't have been able to. <laughs> without able a to hammer, rain. you can't pound the nail. It's but it's... she like. So part of me was like, have you found a moral core, and is this who you are? And right. then it was like, because I was like, you know what, I can get on board with this. Like, if this is what your core is, and then the rest of the vampires are like, no, you just just want people to worship you. Like, yes. go away. Like, yes. Yeah. Right. Because she, they do it to one village somewhere where, or no, it's um, some vampire that we met at the beginning where he does this whole, yeah, yeah, Yeah. he does this whole ceremony thing of people who want to be killed. Um, It's like a a tourist attraction, but at the end, the VIP section gets killed. Yes. And you, but you want to, (laughs) the other thing, like you are up front trying to get picked. Um, So they go and they kill all the men and any women who try to help the men but yes. then when they leave right. she says tell everyone what happened here also wait for my I will come back with more instructions like you wait for me like she she just wants to rule um, I do th- yeah. I wonder I'm God now yeah, yeah. <laughs> FYI I think she's convinced herself that by taking right. away all men there will be no violence because she says basically she, I'm creating an Eden it'll be wonderful and I'm assuming I think she says like male children will be mostly aborted. Um, and then after a yeah. while, when we've had many generations of happiness and peaceful, you know, just peace, then we can slowly start introducing men again at a, like a higher rate, essentially, until they're reintroduced into right. society yeah. where we don't have to. So I feel like she's convinced herself of this, but she just wants to rule yeah. and be worshipped. Did you guys ever, here's a, this might seem like a non sequitur, but I was really reminded of, um, did you guys ever see or read Inferno, um, the Dan Brown book? Oh, which one is that? Which number is? That's that's <laughs> the one with Dante stuff. I think maybe four. No, it is uh, okay. no. the one I started a few times and was like, okay. oh, Dan Brown, you sh- you're starting to sound too smart for your own good. <laughs> it's the one where Robert Langdon wakes up in the hospital not knowing what's going on mm. and he's been yeah. shot and it's stuff. It's not the one um, where a priest I has a kid, the... right? Was that one? It's Wait, not the one where the priest has the kid. Okay, because that's no, the only that one I read. Because I never right. read Da Vinci's right. Code because I saw the movie and I just couldn't get into it. <laughs> right. Um, it's the it's Tom Hanks was horribly miscast, but uh, in, in as that character... Which is but, a lot about Tom Hanks. Oh, I love him. Right. Yeah. And t- I mean, Tom Hanks He's did the so best great. with what he could. And actually, right. Inferno, the movie, was was good because oh it God. didn't start off with Tom Hanks being like, listen, I know icons <laughs> and I'm icon guy. He's like, what the hell is going on? Why is someone shooting at me? Which I'm like, this is a good way to start. Anyways, <laughs> I'm going to spoil that movie or that, that book right. movie right now. So That's fine. Uh, That's fine. <laughs> um, They've been out the for a while. The point of the fine. thing is. Right, exactly. Um, the point of, of the thing, the thing the bad guy, let's call him, wants to do is, like, curb overpopulation. Um, and he's like, so anyways, I made this chemical uh, weapon that uh, kills half of the population. Um, and it's going to be released, so protect it. So, like, hey, my people that follow me, uh, don't let anyone get to this thing. Here's the path to it, just so you can protect it. I don't know, some weird... Bond, Bond villain stuff. Um, so in the movie, they like win and like 
the thing doesn't get released and everything's good, right? Um, in the book, though, uh, it turns out that the thing went off a week ago, oh, and how it how it does its thing is it makes half of the population sterile. Oh, so it does. Shit. It's not like a everyone dies. Oh. It's a like half the population now just can't have yeah. kids, so the overpopulation will be curbed like that, which is ho- kind of a horrifying way to end a book, Dan Brown, but um, also sort of like a, the villains won and everyone sort of just doesn't, like, it's sort of like, oh, well, okay, I guess. And that was sort of what I was getting from this, where it was like, wait, is I was like, in part, in part three specifically, I was like, is she right, though? Like, she's, because she's like, she's like, you know how, like, the Nazis just happened and, like, uh, everyone's oh, yeah. fighting in, like, the Middle East and all this stuff yeah. and, like, we atomic bombed the crap out of Japan and all that stuff? Remember how men were all of those things? What if we just, like, got rid of 90% of the men? I was like, ah, oh, gosh, I can't think of a counter argument and then in, in part four, four they come up with a great oh, they counter come argument, up with but... quite a few arguments and i'm like oh i didn't, <laughs> yeah. I didn't think yeah. of any of those because I, <laughs> like... I was also watching the uh lorena bobbitt documentary four part on amazon <laughs> i did not know how much i did not know about this case and also what complete utter trash i texted my sister at one point i was like i wish akasha was real so she could come and use her powers on john bobbitt because he's a fucking asshole and i <laughs> cannot he, I did not realize like I did not know anything about this case other than she cut his dick off and threw it away and they reattached yeah. it and he went into porn I didn't know the why I didn't know what he was up to after he it's a really good documentary but dear god he is trash and I was just kept thinking okay Akasha's gotta she's she do it <laughs> The, the rumor was that she that Lorena Bobbitt worked at a salon in our mall in my town. Uh, oh, I don't know geez. if that was true or not, but like whenever I see the one that's the one salon at the mall, yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, there's there's where she worked. Cool. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, yeah, but like in part three, I was like, why is he fighting her so hard? She's making such great points. <laughs> because mean, he's a man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, to be fair, but she is also she's... burning everything, and like right. that was like. One of two things, that, or three things that I clung to was, like, she was burning all the art. She was burning all these, yeah. like, beautiful buildings and things. And, like, part of me was, like, yeah, you can get rid of population without, like, destroying shit. Right. Two, I've read The Power. This ain't gonna work. And three, you're a hypocrite. Like, I had oh, to keep clinging to that. killing me, but, yeah. Because, yeah, like, I mean, I remember sitting in world uh, history and high school and talking about one of the wars and, like, the percentage of the men that it got killed and just like muttering out one. loud yeah. that was like, and we're still overpopulated and the entire class, like turning to look at me and be like, <laughs> I mean, it's true. Like <laughs> it is a problem. <laughs> yeah. It's a fact. I was reading part three being like, I know she's wrong. I know she's the villain. I get right. it. But someone needs to tell me why. Cause I can't, I can't come up with it. Other than it's because not. it's wrong. <laughs> She's the bad guy, so what she says is wrong. I get it, but... Yeah. (laughs) It's a really hard line between, like, we need to do something because, like, really we are heading to overpopulation and our planet's not going to be able to keep it. But also, like, this is not the way to go about doing it just because you want to be worshipped. Right, and and there's the worship thing, and then there's the the really cool, like, yeah, but the Nazis were, like, doing this type shit. Like, that was... 
what the, the the right before what you're talking about, the thing that led up to that was this. Yes. Was them saying like, hey, this portion of the population, if we got rid of them, the world would be a better place. Like, I was like, oh, there it is. Yeah. Got it. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. I think Mary is <laughs> It's like also... flipping to the end of the book. Yeah. <laughs> Marius <laughs> points out like, there are things that you can't control. Like, you can't control disease. You just want to be worshipped. Right. Like, the disease yeah, come thing, on. absolutely. You are not yes. going to be a healer. Like, mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to perform yeah. miracles that people are going to want and right yeah and women aren't like unviolent mm-hmm. i mean it's not like no. you're you look at pre- in the, the mirror itself it's like <laughs> right yeah. exactly look at the mirror where you exactly. can see your vampire face like yes like <laughs> exactly and then wait like 30 years and go read the power which like literally sets up why this is a yeah. bad idea yeah uh, right and i, I there's, yeah. Like part of me is like, if we could somehow do a social experiment that like separated kids to see if like this is actually like an, you know, ingrained in us somehow, or if it is taught, and like that'd be one thing, and also still probably not ethical. I don't know. It's like my head right. spins several times, yeah. and it's like I don't know how you figure out if this is what this is, but <laughs> this is not the way to go about doing it. And yeah. uh, this yeah. is going to backfire. Like, yeah. I'd be happy just getting all the men out of Congress. I mean, I think that's a great uh, yeah, that's a great start starting there. point. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we don't need to kill them. Yeah. Just don't let them, you know, into the building. <laughs> you know, we are in a national emergency right now. Let's all take a minute to remember, you know, something bad could happen any second. And, uh, yeah. So, part four is literally, like, a big we're sitting at a round table talking. Yeah. Okay. I was so sure this was going to be a debate. Like, I was like, are we going to solve this through speech? Because that's kind of wild (laughs) if we're going to do that. Like, are we going to argue this out? (laughs) It was kind of nice. I I questioned. I mean, she told us that she was not going to kill them. That, but I was like, are you really? Are you really not? They're all. They're all in this one room. But she had said that they would all be her angels, essentially, to help her like enforce this new world order. So she did not yeah. immediately burst the young ones into flames. She also literally cannot kill some of them. Some so of I, them, like, yeah. Sure. Really like that this didn't turn into like a really big battle, and I was really amused because, like, you know, she's not an idiot. She's right. psychotic yes. and like a sociopath yes. and has like all the the paths, but she's not an idiot and right. re- recognizes that like. You can make threats because she does. She's still threatened. She's like, if you don't agree to do this, I'm going to kill you. And it's like, right, cool. Go ahead and try. Right. Or but like to hurt. What's them. Brad Pitt's character? Louis. Louis. Yeah. 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 So Louis like uh, speaking up kind of like, I don't want to say out of turn, but like he's talking with a lot more gravitas than he has powers and stuff. And like Lestat's like, so I thought basically Louis about to go up in flames right now. <laughs> yes. <but then> he <laughs> <didn't>. <laughs> yeah. And like the really nervous guy that I can't think of what his name was, but he, but um, Eric, Eric, there was yeah. Eric, yep, yeah, that he was like, oh, God, he should kill us all. Like, <laughs> I think Eric that? just kind of shows up in this book. In yeah. Yeah. yeah, you would have thought he had a chapter in part one, but, but he nope. did not. I mean, so like, I was like, who yeah. are you? And Everyone also, else has somewhat of a backstory. <laughs> yeah, he, exactly. Maybe he's older. Maybe he's one of the children of the millennia, which I still don't fucking know what that means. Yeah. But whatever, like. It has to be like the thousand one, right? Not the. No, because um, there's a couple <laughs> of people that have been around for two thousand years, and there's a children of millennia. And I'm like, cool. 
maybe this is addressed in another book, but just like a sentence of like, and just so you forget, this is what this means. But whatever, yeah. like I get it. This this is this is supposed to be a sequel. Yeah. Um, right. I. But yeah. I want to. I can I can I say that like um so they're all, uh they're all talking and then um I was telling my friend Aaron I, I keep calling him my friend Aaron I'm sorry my co-host Aaron that I've mentioned several times um. <laughs> Like I was like, I think they're just gonna talk this out, <laughs> and then McCare bursts in, and I was, and then she's sort of like, like really dirty and kind of just like, kind of grunty, kind of like a cave woman mm-hmm. sort of sort of deal, like, just because she's been like, can't tell walking. what's Earth and what's her right, nature. right, exactly. So then I stopped reading, like basically they moved the table, yeah, and then I stopped reading to go to go podcast with her on 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 last night, right? So what a good ending I'm like, point. Okay. <laughs> I was like, they, they moved the table and everyone's out. And I was like, oh yeah, I guess, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. So then I get back into reading it uh, last night after I got back from podcasting. And and literally the next sentence is, then McCare rushed her and just yanked her head off. Yes. I was like, what? Yes, yes. If I'd read one more sentence. I had to go back and be like, oh wait, she did it. Oh shit! Because like leading yeah, <laughs> up to that, Lestat makes note that it looks like a conscious trying to assess the situation, who has what, can do yeah. what, and then also kind of gathering her power to take them out. And that you know he finally says that he can't follow her through this. Like she knows he, yeah. there's no one on yeah. her side. So I was like, this is gonna be a big fight. I think McCare might push Maharet away from her because she's that's her twin. Like right. she's like, oh my god, we're finally reunited. Right. And she's like, uh uh-uh, uh, I got stuff to do. And then yeah. like. Right. head right the off. The curse. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, oh. I expected the head to maybe like snap back on because I was like, surely. She tried. We're not. She tried. Literally, yeah, that's true. Like, she tried to reach for it. 300, almost 400 pages in. Yeah. Like, this is how she died. She tried. But no. And no she tried fact. to like signal to Lu- uh, to Lestat with her eyes yeah. like, you can fucking help me here, dude. Like, you could yeah. give me a little boost a little help. with your power yeah, that just, I gave you. I can you. almost reach. <laughs> right. And then like, not only beheads her, extracts and eats the brain and heart. Well, they and had that's to. how they solve the solution of yes. everyone's gonna die. Oh, but wait, flesh eating saves the day again. Oh, and rice yep. for America's flesh eaters. Yep. I yeah. swear to God. Yep. So she is now <laughs> the new queen of the damned. Yeah. I did right. like and that. Lestat like, is the one who pointed that out, though. Yeah, yeah about the like, dream. The demon like, needs. This. The demon needs a, a core central point yes. to start. And then from. we all don't die. Yeah. We also kind of learned that she's not a lot going on upstairs. Like, right. Well, well, either she's just been in the ground for so long that like there's nothing on her mind, or just in the jungle because there are flashes. At least Lestat sees flashes of the jungle. Someone walking through it. But I wasn't quite sure on when she woke up in this jungle. She or no, she was definitely awake at one point because Maharet sees like she drew like their story on a cave over here and then yeah. somewhere in south oh, yeah, america yeah. her sister clearly was the one she, she didn't draw it she drew their story on a wall there but there was a don't know if she uh, really in, in the people in the long line of uh the 80s really promoting the archaeological industry <laughs> um there was a cool chapter where the dude's like there's this painting yeah. and there's this oh, painting i totally forgot about the old dude yeah. Yeah. it's one of those the little chapters at the beginning who, like yeah, oh, and and I, that, and Maharet was sponsoring him, which yes. it, like yeah. it was cool to be like, oh that guy, right, right. I totally right. forgot. About 
just yep. until now. But yeah, yeah, like that was his life work. But really, she was trying to see if he could find her sister. Yeah. Right. But she, yeah. 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 Was his kid? No, his kid was not Jesse. No. I thought no. his kid would also have like nope. a point in this because it was like she was going to take over his work. Nope. There was there was a bunch of things <laughs> where it was like, about her why didn't you write point. a book about this? Yeah. yeah. Why didn't you write a book about this? I would have I would have been fine with that too. Um, but yeah. yeah. Um, it was yeah. And then and that's the end of the book. Oh wait, no, nope, one yeah, more time. One more. Like, <laughs> literally, this like that would have been like the, literally after this, almost nobody stays. Everybody yeah. like this isn't the meetings of a mind, and suddenly we're all this group. Everybody's like, all right, well, that problem's solved. I will see you later. And yeah. um, even Jesse, who's like, this is her, however great grandmother removes house. She's like, well, I'm going back to the human world for a while. I right. think most of them end up weird. at Armand's Night Island for a while, but then they yes, slowly they, do. They're they, there. <laughs> they go and but chill. I'm, we didn't. I'm really this. interested in this as a TV show because this is how a pilot ends. This is exactly how a pilot ends, where it's like, then they have a headquarters, and they all hang out. There's, like, three <laughs> yep. things of, of banter. There's, like, oh, look, this person can be friends with this mm-hmm. person. They have some interactions. Yeah. And then, yeah. like, ep- I'm excited about episode two. Yes. Like, because Gabrielle it's exactly and how you were do walking <laughs> around together. And yeah. Yeah. Lestat's writing this do book. Do Marius and Pandora get back together eventually? Like, there's a lot of things Will they, won't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But, no, instead it's like, hey, part five is like, so I'm Lestat and I'm writing this shit. Mm-hmm. And also yeah. we're going to go talk to David Tal- Talbot. Why? Because I want to. From the Talamasca, Because that's, yeah. I'm me. I'm like, it's, right. I, I wrote like, like two things about this. I wrote, everyone stays at Armand's Night Island for a while while Stat starts writing. And then I was like, I'm not writing anything else about this section no, because, yeah, like, uh, it There's like a is him and Louis going to visit and like prancing around London or France or something. I don't which know. Louis did not in my want mind to, like, was stop. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a um, they make up rules about like all right oh, yeah. we don't make any new vampires we don't we clean up after ourselves if we kill someone which they're uh, kind of we supposed don't, to be doing we anyway. don't release any more albums <laughs> right yeah. um, that one's like looking at you and then <laughs> Lestat's like I'm not gonna do any of those yeah um all right i'm out, I'm out. and marius is kind of like mr belding he's kind of like okay all right yeah. i'll i asked you to do it but you you're lestat's gonna be lestat and lestat's yeah. like yeah i'm gonna go break every single one of those rules right now mm-hmm. so louis you coming and louis like uh-huh yes he <laughs> yeah. also hasn't told them this part i did think was interesting but it didn't have to be in a whole chapter was that he did not tell them <laughs> the extent of his powers they did not know that right. he could do right. Right. Pretty much what Akasha could do, like the flying, right. the, like yeah, he can't like, do the teleporting. I think he can right. do the the bursting into flames thing. Did we see he him do yeah. a few things? Yeah. yeah, like it would have been cool to end with that kind of cliffhanger and not the David Talbot shit. Yeah, but right, like does David Talbot come back? Yeah, Did apparently the up? next book's like all about him becoming a vampire. Oh. I don't know what. <laughs> oh, he yeah. becomes a vampire. Yeah. Come on. And I mean, also Louis maybe like card. when you become a vampire, you become a younger guy if you're an older guy. What? Because there's oh, a sure. comment in this of like, hey, is everybody like really super hot with before they get changed? Which is like becoming a vampire make you super hot because like. There are what no ugly it? vampires. And I was like... It's true. Am I thinking of, of Buffy or Twilight? There's something in there about, like, she was just a little bit hotter. He was just kind of like there was something about him that was like, <laughs> he used to be only okay, and now he was kind of, like, 
really hot. I feel like that was a Buffy thing where it was like, is it me or is I this guy like way like hot now? I feel like that's like episode one or two of Buffy. It was like, yeah. you get the confidence because you have no Oh, yes. Code. Cordelia says it to Xander's friend, Eric. That might yes. be the actor's real name. Jesse. Jesse. Jesse's his name. Jesse. He gets turned Jesse. and yeah. he's all like confident and dickish to her and wants to dance. And she's like, oh, he's okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So like you learn like pickup artist stuff. Yeah. But you're a vampire. You have confidence in yourself. <laughs> right. Right. You're negging all oh. these vampire hunters and yeah. stuff. Why not? <laughs> so I think we can all agree, hashtag not my vampires, but is anybody gonna continue reading any Anne Rice? No. Uh, uh, I might see an interview with a vampire again. That's yeah. Definitely gonna uh, watch that's that. A, yeah. So I'm gonna go back and rewatch that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Did do you either of you know those two books she wrote about Jesus? Yes. Nope. So did she like interview with a vampire Jesus where it's like, but no, here's Jesus' secret so backstory? I would so fucking. Love I that. don't know. There's actually there's... a comic coming about. Comic coming out. Mark Russell is doing something like that. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think because again, my sister told me about that. I think the first one is about Jesus as a kid, and then the next one, I guess, okay. is older. That's the extent of my knowledge. So, like, it fills in the like Jesus in the temple through Jesus being like, "What up? I'm Jesus." I think so. Like the the like teen right. Jesus. I guess so. Also, go read Christopher uh-huh. Moore's Biff. That's what Biff yeah. is the name Lamb? of the book that I was Lamb. thinking. Of. Yeah, Lamb. The one where he's like the the uh, Jesus' best friend. Yep, Lamb. Yeah, which yeah. is yeah the Gospel according to Biff, Jesus' childhood best friend. Oh, okay. God, that yeah. title is long. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, Mark- yeah. This book was was wild i i wish like my dad I, my dad asked me about the twilight thing and i said my here's my response i'm not sure i wonder how you guys will take it it's like Anne rice traveled in time into the future saw twilight and how popular it was and then went back and wrote this series beforehand because this feels like it's like preemptive twilight yeah. fan fiction yeah. it's like but what if what if edward was like a rock star like not a normal rock star but like a super rock star i mean like he was like it. very popular yeah this is like <laughs> stephanie myers went hey so these vampires are cool and scary but like what if they had a moral code and glitter <laughs> and like yeah 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 it puts the whole like uh, edward being like i'm gonna walk out into this parade and be sparkly and then everyone's gonna know about vampires it sort of makes that real feel really mild when lestat's like i'm gonna release a hit album <laughs> yeah. that is yeah. uh just the secrets totally of how i'm a vampire and vampires are real yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like i don't know I, i'm just thinking of meatloaf like there are concept albums where it's like an entire story through song and like this shit i could see it selling oh, yeah. i'm so, so mad hard. that it doesn't exist yeah. like literally i, I if it i would should have I, it should have i would li- have listened to it yeah no it should absolutely have Ugh, so. hey gerard way um <laughs> oh, there's still time yes <laughs> uh i think he's a little busy with uh, his super awesome uh umbrella academy success i need to watch that i need to watch that it is very very good um, i'm excited so <sighs> before we get out of Anne Rice, uh, <laughs> any drinks, uh, oh. book drinks? I actually have one for the first time in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm like only coming up with Bloody Marys and it's for the very obvious reason. That works. <laughs> that works. That is not what I went for, but that's holy fucking works. I got some uh some cranberry juice at the grocery store the other night. There you and go. I don't I don't drink alcohol, but like I was like, Hey, this is this is appropriate. Mm-hmm. It's like blood that's, red. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I just kept thinking of and it's probably in part because it is very wintry right now, uh, just like a really good Malbec wine. Just like mm. that really rich, thick red wine. Sounds really, really heavenly right now. I cannot drink a ton of wine. I'm slowly trying to again and it's, <clears throat> see if it gives me a headache and maybe I'll work my way back to a Malbec by next winter, mm. but like I just really want a rich red wine right now. I so. would be remiss if I didn't mention another podcast uh, that I'm not on, but that everyone should listen to that is also doing stuff about vampires, if I may. And mm-hmm. uh, it's related to the drinks. Um, there's a, a, a podcast called Finish It, uh, which is a podcast where uh, two brothers are uh, trying to complete every ending of every Choose Your Own Adventure book. Nice. Um, they're currently on a book called Space Vampire. Um, so that's also been weird to be reading this while this silly space vampire book is going on. Very um, nice. And they they did a, a segment on one of their shows recently where uh, one of the brothers made a drink because um, the the lore of this space vampire thing is that there's a they're from a planet where the ocean is entirely made out of blood. Okay. Um, okay. And they just drink the ocean, you know, like you do. Yeah. And so um, he made this drink that had a whole bunch of stuff that I don't know, but it contained this like. Uh, red liquid that you have to like handle with gloves because it's so it dyes your hand oh, like gosh. it's such a bad dye um, it's a, li- a liqueur or something that is like blood red um, Interesting. so I don't know what episode it's in but uh, it's in it in the, in the space vampire section uh, you could check it out um, there's a cool vampire related drink in that podcast that everyone should listen to alright yeah. um, <laughs> alright so Last week, Stephanie, your book uh, was the second Howl's Moving Castle. Yes. Uh, did you finish it? Yes. It's Castle it? in the Air. And I know you and I had talked about, oh, are we going to get to see more of Howl and Sophie? We yeah. do, but not. It's they're not the focus. Um, it's oh, okay. a, a young man uh, named Abdullah who basically he daydreams a lot and he comes into possession of a magic carpet and meets a princess and he thinks it's a daydream and he says he's this prince from this long lost land and oh wait it's all real <laughs> oh shit and then she okay. gets kidnapped <laughs> and he's got to help save her there's a magic carpet there's the a genie it's it, and then howl and so it's basically it's in the same universe it's just in a different kingdom and they do make their way back to the same king that we knew uh who's prince justin went missing like that we get to see something yeah. like that yeah so okay connected we I, there's no history of the witch of the waste unfortunately <laughs> um but it was i liked it it was good i like okay i like this world with the different magics and stuff so very cool yeah how about you i think you said sock hill girls yes that right. um so i was very hesitant to read this book i've been very hesitant to read it since it came out that was the biggest mistake I've ever made. It was absolutely wonderful. It is, I, I like part of me kept wanting to be like, you would love this because like reminiscent of R.L. Stein, but it's really not <laughs> reminiscent of R.L. Stein. It's just a like girls are going missing and are they like being kidnapped or like are they being killed? Is there a serial killer? And like very very quickly, like within the first two chapters, you learn, oh no, there's a demon on the island. Okay. So you know. <laughs> 
And uh, yeah, it's uh, an interesting kind of horror mystery book, but also like strangely feminist. It's and and also like there's a lot of representation that you don't normally see. Like one of the main characters is asexual and is trying to like one save the world and two grasp that like she's normal, like that it's okay to be asexual. Nice and cool. that like you know. She is also still in love with her ex-boyfriend. So, yeah, I highly recommend it. It's not terrible. It's on my long. Goodreads. It is uh, good. Uh, the cover is gorgeous. Because of you. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I, uh, yeah. So, um, James, we'll start with you. What are you going to be reading next? Um, I'm actually in the middle of From a Buick 8 uh, by Stephen oh, King. Oh, yeah. Um, which is not very uh, representative of anyone but Pennsylvania white men um, and a car. So right. uh, there's a, I'm so sorry. There are two women in it. Um, oh, okay. So it's, it's, it's rough. Um, it's pretty good. Um, I'm at the point now where weird stuff's starting to happen. So we're ramping up. It's a shorter book. Um, I was about halfway through it when I got tapped to uh, take this journey, uh, <laughs> this this wild ride, if you will, um, Mr. Lestat's wild ride. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna finish that. I, that's I'm still working on my reading list from 2018. Uh, I have uh, four more books in this after from Buick Eight. So nice. yeah, yikes. <laughs> that's early, early Stephen King, right? <laughs> uh, no, from Buick Eight is like 2000s. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. I feel like I own that book, but I could not tell you where it is. So. <laughs> yeah. Stuffy. It's not going to turn out to be the best one, but it, it's, it's, it's okay. No. It's only okay. I mean. Can't win them all. <laughs> That's true. Stephanie, what are you going to be reading next? I'm going to do the third of the Howl series. It's oh, a nice. House of Many Ways. And just like with Castle in the Air, I have not read a synopsis. I just know it's the third one. So, And I think it's the last one of this series. So, yeah. So that's what I'm going to do. See where this takes cool. us and what else we get to learn about Sophie and Howell. So very, very cool. How about you? What are you reading? I need to clear out some of my quote unquote currently reading books that I've been <laughs> sitting for uh, a while. So the the one I plan on finishing first that is not Outlander, but I really do need to finish Outlander, um, is Comics Will Break Your Heart. I actually started it before the book came out. It was an advanced copy I got that I did not read before it came out unfortunately but it is essentially um two families helped create a comic book character once sold their rights now it's getting really famous and they're like great grandkids meets and maybe are following falling in love so oh. it's like a I don't want to say Romeo and Juliet because I'm really hoping nobody dies, but (laughs) very reminiscent of that concept. So I'm going to be doing that because that one I will finish. The other one I probably won't. (laughs) So, (laughs) so, all right, James, thank you so much for coming back and celebrating. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. Happy birthday. Thank you. (laughs) It's always a blast to have you on. And we definitely, I need to send Erin a message because I would love to get her on as well. Um, Absolutely. She's reading Sock Hill Girls right now, if yeah. I may bring her in. <laughs> I, I, be, I believe. I saw it on her shelf, and I believe it was because she just put it down nice. uh, to podcast with me. But yeah, she, not to uh, out her as... She and I, I talk sure books occasionally. I, I, we have yeah. similar tastes. <laughs> Very appreciative yeah. of it. Uh, <laughs> but go ahead and tell us about your podcast really quick. 
Sure. Um, Unabashedly Obsessed is a podcast I do with my best friend Erin, who I keep bringing up because I talk to her about all this stuff uh, all the time. Um, We talk about sort of whatever we're into, um, whether it's uh, something new that's come out. We just, uh, two weeks ago, we did an episode about Bandersnatch, which isn't current, but we had just eventually gotten around to or like we talk about Stephen King a lot or you know whatever weird thing that we found to, to to talk about just sort of things that we're into sort of have a conversation about it and say what we thought about it and it's it's sort of just a conversation and 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 we have pretty good rapport um uh we've known each other since uh seventh grade so um we know each other very well and then we are also on a uh an actual play uh role-playing game podcast called kids on bikes uh, which is the first uh, podcast to be to use the Kids on Bikes gaming system, uh, which is really cool because we got kind of like the blessing of the creators of it and stuff. Um, our our DM uh, Daniel uh, kickstarted the 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 game, and so he got like all this advanced stuff and was like, "I want to do a podcast about this," mm-hmm. and sort of tapped a bunch of us together, and then we sort of got we sort of would tag the creators, um, John Gilmore and Doug something uh levzilla is his is his twitter name but that can't be his last name um um it might be um but they so they they like are are on board and like we're in talks with having them on our show as like npcs and stuff it's gonna be really cool we will be having a really really fun time doing it uh it's a very cool collaborative storytelling system so and there's a bunch of it's a bunch of us that are sort of all pretty good at uh coming up with really cool stories so it's been a lot of fun to uh to uh to do um and uh yeah so kids kids on bikes is at kids uh, kids underscore bikes and then uh unabashedly obsessed is at ufo podcast very cool and i'm at unabashed james uh, if you want to follow me individually and you should oh thanks <laughs> stephanie what about you got anything to plug this time around not yet but okay. next time i think so <laughs> very cool let's say march is coming up yeah so hopefully we get to hear something soon um as for me, the only other podcast that is live right now is uh, Minds at Yerk. So Yay. go listen to us talk about Animorphs and get a little weird sometimes. Um, fabulous. It's such a good podcast. Oh, thank you. Thank you. We, uh, there's a couple episodes that I definitely don't remember and people make comments and I'm like, oh, I guess we did do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, my other two, will uh, they're both just on hiatus right now for various reasons, um, but my blog has also started back up, so if you go check it out, um, it is www.meggriffin.com um, with three G's in the middle, which is essentially my handle on anything. Um, mostly book reviews, occasionally the top 10 Tuesday stuff, um, and eventually getting more back into uh, my writing and stuff, so we'll see how long it lasts this time. <laughs> but uh, hey. as, yep. I'm really excited about this year with you guys doing this, like, uh, these sort of, what do you call them, like, theme, like, the themes and, like, the sort of the reading. Yeah. The book challenge, yeah. I've been really, really stoked about it. I'm just really excited about it, and I just wanted to say Thank that. It's, it's a really cool uh, framing device for, for a year. I really think it's really cool. Thank you. We had a lot of fun coming up with it. Yeah. And I think it's, uh, I think we found it flows really well. Yeah. So. <laughs> um. <laughs> And uh, speaking of it, uh, our next episode is going to be rereading a childhood favorite. And we are going to be rereading one of Stephanie's childhood favorites. Yep. Are You There, God? <laughs> it's Me, Margaret by Judy Bloom. Because I definitely read that over and over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> Very excited. I feel like Judy Bloom is like 
very much a part of a young woman's uh, repertoire. Mm-hmm. So, um, and maybe some young men, I don't know. Like, I it's kind of hit or miss on the guys I know, but <laughs> it'll be definitely good to. I haven't read it in probably twenty years. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's so, been a while. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be good to check out. Uh, as for this podcast, you can find us at JVC on Twitter, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Our Facebook group is a handbook for judging fabulous retellings covers. Um, am I forgetting anything else? I feel like that's usually longer, but apparently <laughs> <laughs> I'm not remembering something. Um, we will be back in two weeks. And until then, don't forget to support your local libraries. Yay!